0: All right, here we go. The big prediction pod. Uh, As usual, I've got my mainstay, who's my my current mainstay, Uh, Aaron Rose, joining the pod. Aaron, welcome. Welcome. Good to see you. And from way down under, or sorry, just back from down under, my former mainstay, Kitsch in the house.
1: Hey, Hey, mate. How are (laughs) you?
0: Oh, Jesus. Well, you got to work on that. You got to work on that. That was After three weeks, that's the best you can do.
1: Well you know what? You wouldn't, you wouldn't Say know shrimp what? on the Barbie. A, a, a shrimp on the Barbie.
0: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay. Uh well Kitch, no. with that. How was it? Take give us a, a, a quick thirty second synopsis of the time with your daughter, your wife, it's, uh in the in the great Great Land Down under.
1: Uh it was Good to see my daughter. Good to catch up, see all her friends, and and, uh, and meet the new boyfriend, and uh, and and uh, oh. settle in there. Uh, it was a lot of time with my wife. Uh, a lot of time with my wife for a long trip, and uh, and it was uh, it's exhausting coming back when you when you spend two weeks twenty four hours somewhere else. Um, yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm having trouble adjusting back to the Canadian time, but I'm here. But I'm here for the pod.
0: Uh, listen, I remind you, Kitsch, that Aaron uh, is recently engaged. It's nothing but positivity about marriage. Jeez, okay, let's geez. let's not let's not scare anybody off. Easy, right? The ring's bought. The ring's been purchased. Oh, nothing oh can God. do now. The Rings on the finger. The Rings on you the can, finger. You can, see, yeah. you can
1: pawn those. You can pawn those. Don't worry.
0: Uh, Kitch, is there anything else you want to uh, share with us before we yeah, we get is, rolling? There Go, is, is. There is. I got. I got a bit yeah, okay. Of a, so right.
1: I, I've been gone for two weeks, and there was like. <sighs> and I've had this from a few people, there's been no mention, no mention of Kitschordano for like two weeks. It's like, hey, Aaron, my new friend, how's things going? We're out listening to the pod. Guys coming, guys are texting me saying, okay, are you no longer on the pod? Like Bart doesn't even mention you guys anymore. So I, well, I'm taken back. I'm taken back a little bit by the last two weeks.
0: Well, okay. First of all, first of all, uh, I'm not sure where that's coming from. I believe your name was mentioned a couple of times that you weren't, I think at the opening last, at the last uh, pod, it was mentioned that you weren't, that you weren't going to be on that you're still away. I think it was mentioned. Deno's dead. Right? Deno died, I don't know, 6 to 8 months ago. Deno's dead to us. Uh so that's that is legit. I'm okay with that one. But no, I think you I think uh I think that's an exaggeration. I think you're cranky today. I can already tell you're cranky today. Okay, okay, uh, so I'm you know, tired. don't don't take it. Whatever you do, don't take it on the pod. More importantly, did you spread the word? What's the listenership down in uh, oh Australia? God, wore the
1: shirts. People, wore, what's that all about? I wore the raptor. I wore the raptor shirt for two days. It was or the sort of the borderline raptor shirt for two days. Yeah, I got a lot of a lot of questions on that.
0: All right, listen. Here's how we're gonna go today. Uh, thank you, Kitch. Welcome back. It's great to have you. Uh, here's what we're gonna go today. Aaron's gonna give us a quick run down last couple practice sessions just to see if there's anything that we need to know. Uh and then this is a full-on prediction pod where I gave uh Aaron and Kitch plenty of time to think about how they want to uh react to some of these uh predictions, uh these uh potential scenarios. We're going to run down those, we're going to hit uh a little what drives you crazy, a little AOB which Pat Bev, Pat Bev's going to show up in AOB Kitch for you. Uh oh. and then uh yeah, and then we're going to be out of here and then I'm going to remind you that we're coming back on Thursday with a reaction pod to the uh, opening night. Uh, And then, as usual, Aaron, remind everybody I'm terrible at the socials. You're our socials. Remind everybody where they can find us.
2: Find us at, border, at Borderline Raptors Show uh, on Instagram, on TikTok. Follow me at Aaron Ben Rose and keep sending us your messages. Keep commenting on it. And we see all those comments, all those messages. So thank we you. we ever? For the support. You know
0: what? Do we ever? And I can just tell you that, uh, you know what? I must admit, I find that there's a bit of a dichotomy. On Instagram, is much friendlier than TikTok. The comments on, on Instagram are much more reasonable. TikTok Nation, still hate Nation. Hate talk. Uh, it's, it's, it, they're very, they're, you know what? It's like they just got back from Australia, everybody on TikTok. They're edgy. They're edgy. All right, Aaron, uh, practice. Last couple of days heading into to game one. What's the, what's the vibe? What do you got for us? Anything?
2: The, the first and biggest question everyone has wanted to have answered is how is Scotty Barnes doing? And it's all clear, all fine. His ankle is good to go. Sounds like it was just a little scary. He's had some ankle injuries in the past, dating back to before his NBA career. But all clear on the ankle front. And basically everyone, with the exception of Christian Coloco, is ready to go for the start of the regular season. Not a ton. Again, good vibes from this team. Everyone seems happy. We'll see what happens 10 games into the season. Uh, and, and Precious Achua wants everyone to know. That he is one of the best defenders in the NBA. That was oh, the sh- takeaway from practice today. Precious what? Achua is adamant. He doesn't think he's one of the best defenders. He knows he's one of the best defenders in the NBA. That's your oh, practice report.
0: Um, all right. Now, out of curiosity, uh, wh- what is he basing that on?
2: I think he thinks he's rightfully, he's one of the most versatile defenders in the league. He can defend multiple positions, but, you know, being versatile is one thing and being able to do that at a very high level is another. And I think he does it at a pretty high level. I'm not sure I'd put him in the top five defenders in the NBA, uh, but he has the tools to to maybe get there one day. It's going to have to come down to, is he consistent enough and how does he perform on the offensive end to get those minutes? But he certainly has the skills to be uh, a defensive powerhouse.
0: Kitch, maybe, you want to? you, yeah, you want to line up? Calling
1: it, maybe he's calling out OG. Maybe he's saying, "Hey, OG, I'm better at defense than you." Maybe he's lighting a fire under him. I like that. I like him coming out and saying that.
0: Well, good or, positive. Or perhaps whatever in the Gatorade bottles uh, at the, in Raptor land uh, gives everyone a distorted view of their defensive prowess. I don't know. That seems that's an aggressive that's an aggressive stance by Young Precious. And
2: Darko said that Scotty Barnes is going to be a defensive player of the year one day. So a lot of defensive positivity from this group.
1: Wow.
0: All right, now listen, that I could actually uh, sink my teeth into a little bit. That that has some legs. I, I mean, we haven't necessarily seen it in this first two years, but he has the versatility. Like, I, I think there's something there. I, is he Defensive Player of the Year? I don't know, but is he an all defensive player? Yeah, I could see that. That one That one makes a little bit more sense. I think to me.
1: we're going to talk about that today.
0: We are going to yeah, talk about yeah. that. We are uh, going to talk maybe about it, but maybe we're for the some, pressure some, angle.
1: maybe we're in for some 85 75 Raptors games this year. 85 75 oh, Finals. Oh, Jesus. Oh my God! You
0: know, on the wrong end, the Raptors only put up seventy-five. Oh my God, that'd be horrible. Yeah, we are only giving up eighty-five though. That's a that's that, would, that would be that would be horrible for gambling purposes and viewing purposes in the stands. <laughs> All right, listen, let's dive right in. Prediction pod, we've got a, We've got a bunch. Uh, and listen, uh, so we're clear. Not every answer has to be a soliloquy. We can you can keep it as brief or short. And <laughs> some are some should be very brief. I think it should be there'll be some yes or nos, or, or there'll be some over or unders. But where it's important, like I think the first few here. We've got some stuff to talk about. So, uh, Aaron, I'm going to read with you. Which Raptor will have the most notable breakout
2: year? We were just talking about him. Precious Achua. I'm buying... Oh precious achua stock and nice. i know people are going to want to say scotty barnes and i think scotty barnes will be better than last year but when we're talking about breakout i think it's all relative i'm not expecting precious achua to be a huge difference maker and a starter for this team but will he take a step forward he's my pick for the breakout raptor this season
1: i like it i like it
0: oh my god you like it I do. what I do. did you watch any games in in uh, no, australia no. No, exactly, exactly. So you don't know what you're talking about. Um, okay, Kitch, do you want, I'm going to give you an. I'm going to give you a, a shot at this.
1: Scotty Barnes, with his off-season bulking up, no, he no has, With cancer, is Freddie gone? Cancerous is Freddie in the locker room gone. He's got better shooting. He'll be a distributor of the ball, leader on the floor. Scotty Barnes, going to be well, a breakout then. year after All sophomore right. slump.
0: I'm going to react to both of those. And one is going to be a reasonable reaction. The other one's going to be a very disappointed reaction. Aaron Rose, uh, a, a consumer of all things, Raptors. I mean, what did precious play in, and I know what, listen, and I'm going to get hung up on, on uh preseason, but I don't think he played very much. If like, sure. I think last game, last game, moment, brain injury. Laugh. It's unclear where his, um his rotational status uh, sits at the moment. Um, like when we talk about making a breakout, you're like, do you like, do you see him being like 25 minutes a game, 12 and eight type guy? I, that think would be breaking out.
2: Going, I think you are going, when this season ends, I think you're going to be talking about precious Chua as like a seventh man for this team and a guy who actually came in and played big minutes. And if this team makes a play in tournament, makes the playoffs, you're going to see it's because that he was such a key defensive player for this team. And I think his role on both sides of the ball is going to grow again. I'm not saying he's going to be better than Scotty Barnes this year. I just think relative to expectations, last year was a really down year for Precious Achua, and I think he'll take a step forward this year. All
0: right, quick follow up question: Yes or no? Are you on Precious Achua's payroll? Yes or no? I am not. No. Okay, just checking. That's fine. I like it. Just checking. I like
2: it. I like it.
0: Uh, Kitch, Scotty Barnes, also my vote for the break. And I know it's an obvious one, and I agree, it's very obvious. You guys are but a real original here. Oh, Jesus. But listen, Colin, as just see him. We're not, we're not trying to be, uh, okay. Who, who am I? Well, listen, I agree. Precious was, was caught me off guard, but look at the preseason. Our guy SB had it was awesome. Uh, he looks good. He sounds good. Uh, I think there's a chance for him to be better defensively, which will uh, make a bigger contribution. I think you're going to see a fairly significant jump in his, uh, in all of his numbers, which I am going to hammer his, uh, over under for, uh, average points this year. Cause I think it currently sits at 16 and a half. I am going to, have, I think he's at, I think Scotty averages over 20. I'm telling you that right. I think he averages over 20. Uh, and I think his boards and assists will all go up. Like, I think it's going to be such a significant jump, uh, that it's going to be hard. Now, trust me, if Precious is our solid seven man doing 12 and eight a game, then at the end of the season, we'll have to, we'll have to revisit all this. But I, I really do think Scotty is, uh, I actually think he's going to become the focal point. I think, I think Pascal might find himself in that secondary role to a certain extent as the season progresses. I think coming out the gates tomorrow night, it's going to be very different, but I, th- I do think this is going to be Scotty's team within 40 to 45 games.
1: What about the cancer? What about the cancer? It's, you didn't put, factor that in.
0: Listen, I love Freddie. I don't buy into any of that bullshit. I love Freddie. Uh, and yeah, that, that's all ridiculous. Now, did, I'm not debating whether or not they got along. Uh, clearly they didn't, but that's, come on. Freddie was not a cancer. If any, you know what? If anyone was a cancer, you know what? Oh, if anyone was a cancer, it may have been it may have been uh, Nick Burner, Nicky Burner, <laughs> Nick Burner. <laughs> Burner. Uh, Aaron, you know what? I did want to actually. I wanted to do you want you want to bring that up in AOB? Do you want to leave that for AOB? Do you want to do you want to talk sure. about it now? Right, let's sure. leave that for AOB because that's a good one. I did not mean it. Um, all right, now, next question. Next prediction. Will any raptor, Aaron? You're not going to like this. Will any raptor make the All Star team? Aaron?
2: Yes. One Raptor will make the All-Star team, and it's the one that made the All-Star team last year. Pascal Siakam will make an All-Star team this year for the Toronto Raptors and be the only player to
1: do so.
0: <laughs> Very fat. Kitsch, any, any Raptor make the All-Star team?
1: So I'm going to say Precious Achua makes the All-Star All-Star <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Scotty Barnes. I'm going to go with Scotty. I'm going to ride with Scotty. Um, he's going to have a breakout year. It's going to be phenomenal. Work we're going to get from him this year. And uh, he's going to be, he's going to be in the, he's going to be in the all-star game. The
0: uh, so listen, I would love to think, it. I don't think it happens that quickly for Scotty. I think he's going to be a full season. Look back and go, I think if you he he'd have a better chance that All Star team was picked at the end of the year. So I don't think Scotty will make, cause it, it's a, it's a tough position. And here's what I'm going to say. I actually don't think anyone makes it in the first 15. Uh, are there, are there injury replacements? Like, uh, Pascal made it last year. Let's, I, we need to caveat that, uh, Aaron, that Pascal only made it via the injury route last year. Uh, so I'm going to actually say no, that nobody, listen, we get no publicity. We have no games on national television. Uh, we're an afterthought. So it's really, unless someone gets voted in, which that seems unlikely. Um, so no, I'm going to say no. That's my prediction. No. Uh, so this should, this should be fairly the next one. Will any Raptor, and Kitch, I'm going to start with you. We're going to mix this up. I'm going to start with you. Will any Raptor make an all NBA team, top 15 not, player in the league?
1: Not a chance. Not, a, I say not a chance. And the reason I say not a chance is the voting is conducted by a panel of what, sports writers, broadcasters, and where we live in Canada, I just don't think they see enough of the Canadian market to even, to even form an opinion. It's got to be somebody who really stands out, like Kawhi or, or Lowry in his heyday, but with a guys in the roster now i say we don't have a chance because i just don't think we'll we'll get i don't think we'll get the votes from the broadcasters and and the uh and the sports writers
2: yeah, just blame it on the broadcasters and the sports writers. It's no, it's no, definitely no, no, not no. the lack of talent on this team. Listen, this team has some good players on it. I'm not sure that they have anyone who's on the level of Kawhi Leonard, but sure, it's not because their players aren't good enough to be all NBA. It's because of the sports writers and journalists.
0: Well, I told you, listen, he's edgy today. He doesn't even know who he's talking to. Yeah. Do I need you, Kitch, do I need you re- to read was, your Aaron's I resume? There. I, was just, I
1: was just saying that, that that's
0: throwing just... grenade, throwing grenades at, at my mainstay. My number one, my number one, Aaron, I apologize. Uh, Well, listen, uh, Aaron, I agree. That was a cheap shot. Uh, I tend to agree with you. However, uh, so I'm going to say no, but what if I said to you, uh, the Raptors overachieved and Pascal had the exact same year that he had last year, which by the way, if you look at his numbers last year, they're pretty good, right? So there's low expectations. So if we overachieved, could you see Pascal sneaking back into that top 15? Is there a path?
2: and, and certainly with the new 65 game cutoff, if he stays healthy, and that's generally sure. something he's done over sure. the course of his career. And last year we saw a bunch of forwards took time off or got injured. So it, it certainly could shake it up. The, the problem this year is it's positionless, I believe. So he actually has to be a top 15 player in the league. But when you include the fact that it's 65 games, uh, Pascal often has gotten to that mark. So he could do it, especially if the Raptors take a step forward. But I see him more in that sort of 2025 20, range in the NBA
0: uh you know what good point however you, you're right I, that's where i see him too actually top 25 is probably uh fair but it is different with the 65 games and he's relatively healthy over the course of his career like he has not had too many seasons where he's missed uh more than 15 to 20 games so that will factor in somewhere um so yeah i'd say there's an outside outside but no if i had to if i put my money down it's it's a it's a no for me uh all right uh kitsch og our guy Will he make the all dribbling? Te- no, not the all dribbling team. Uh, will he make the all defensive team?
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you, he damn well better. Because <laughs> this if this is not a valuable enough asset, and we can't find um, teams to trade for him when we want him, We want when we want to move him to the deadlines. He damn well better be uh, defensive on the defensive uh, all defensive team.
0: Okay. Well, it's nice that you left Aaron out of this one that you didn't attack him. So that's good. Uh, Aaron, OG, all defensive team.
1: Yeah, he'll make the
2: team. He's this team's best defender. And when we talk about this team, Precious Achua being one of the top five most versatile defenders in the league, uh, the Raptors have at least one of those. And frankly, they might have two of those other guys when it comes to Scotty Bards and OG and Anobi. So I think that the Raptors will have one all defensive player and it'll be OG and Anobi this year. Uh, Interesting.
0: I'm leaning towards, yes, OG will make that team, uh, only because I think there's been a lot of talk and hype around him. I think there's hype and talk about him having never made one. Um, So I I do think this is probably the... Now, a trade could throw that off, but let's assume, uh, for all intents and purposes, yes. So I'm going to say, I'm going to check that one as yes. Uh, Next, Grady, our guy, the big D. Will he make... And this better be also. Uh, will uh, Aaron, will he make the all-rookie team? He will not. Oh.
2: That's not a shot at Grady. I just think that huh. the Raptors aren't going to make him a focal point of the offense uh, much this season, certainly early on in the year. Uh, they've talked about, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but they've talked about how the game is still really fast for him and how he needs to get bigger. So I think that there will be 10 guys who make all-rookie over him.
1: Kitch Yep, I agree entirely. I just I don't think he's going to get enough minutes for starters. And if we go back the last this draft, this this draft was the best draft in the last ten years for for depth of draft. I'm, yep. like, I'm throwing that out there. So he's got a he's he's probably got the toughest competition to make the rookie team that I've seen at least in the last five years. So he's got that against him, plus his minutes. So I just don't see him being in that top ten.
0: Well, I don't get Chet Holman back in that too, right? He qualifies for that this year. So that's, that's an extra spot. However, I am going to go the opposite here and tell you that Grady will make the all rookie team. There's a lot of hype around this dude. He's got, he's got, uh, some social media handles. Aaron, as I'm sure you're well aware, like he's out there. And I think if he has a few moments here and there, like which he easily could, I think he's, I think he'll be a popular choice. I think, I think part of this is not all about the talent. It is a bit of a popularity contest from time to time, especially at this level where it's not real sort of like dollars involved or anything like that. So I'm going to, I'm going to, um, take the other side of that one and I will say that Grady will light it up, had a nice little shooting performances last game, right? He'll figure out, he'll figure out how to make it more consistently. And I actually think, I think it's somewhere down the line. He is becoming, uh, he's a, he's a regular rotation guy who is knocking down threes, which is highlight real stuff. He will make that team. So there you go. That's my prediction. All right, now here's a good one. What's more likely to happen happen during the season? Siakam re-signed during the season or traded? Aaron.
2: Traded. I he if you said what's more likely to happen in the next calendar year, I would say re signed. But if the question is what's more likely to happen in season, I think he's more likely to be traded.
0: Okay, well, hang on. Let's break that. That's a good point, down.
2: Aaron. That's a that's
1: a badly worded question, but good,
0: good. Well, no, it's the question that was that we want to talk about because I um, but I think that's interesting. I think that if he doesn't get traded, then he will. You think he will resign if he doesn't get traded? Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, the Raptors are in a lot of trouble if they don't trade him and he doesn't re-sign. We just saw what happened with Fred, so they can't let it get to that point. I think they will either trade him or they will re-sign him next summer. I think it's more likely they re-sign him next summer. Generally speaking, it's probably the safe bet to bet against any single player getting traded, with the exception of James Harden. (laughs) But I think that the Raptors end up re-signing him is more likely, just it won't happen in season
0: all right, kids. Before you answer, Aaron, remind they can re they have got a re signing period right now, right? Like they, they I think till t- is it till tomorrow? Like yeah, till so-
2: they can re sign him, I believe, at any point this season. It was just Precious Achua whose whose extension uh, deadline was yesterday.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, all right, kids. There you go. With that information, re sign or traded during the season.
1: I feel very strongly that we better trade him before the deadline, unless we come out with a hair on fire and 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 we've got a great start to the season and. We have got a good record coming into December. I, I just I can't fathom paying him number one player money as a re, when, when when we'd have to resign him and I and I just I just don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to bet the future on Siakam personally because I just don't think he's that guy that can be your number one guy. So I've always I felt that way for years and that's still really leaning towards it. And just as a caveat on that, on that trade deadline, I I I listen to a lot of pods and a lot of basketball on the plane home from Australia in the last few days. And I tell you the rest of the pod nation for sure are laughing at Maasai. They think Maasai is, is a joke. He is getting pasted. He is getting pasted on all these social media sites for how he's conducting his managerial role. And uh, so he can't screw this one up or, or I think he's in, he's in hot, hot water.
0: Well, I'm not necessarily sure exactly which pod you're referring to, but I have heard a couple as well where they are talking about like, well, what is the strategy, right? He used to be known as this sort of guy, this cutthroat, uh, would do whatever he had to, would move a player. And now to the last, I mean, there's been a lot of a lot of smoke and no fire the last couple off seasons, right? Or trade deadlines where we've been the talk of the town, where we're going to do something and we haven't done anything. Uh, so um, I think, yeah, I think there is some of that. Uh, that he's listen i think the shine's off Masai are probably within toronto with the ranks of toronto and probably around the league to a certain extent so uh but we digress on that a little bit i know aaron do you did you want to comment on on that on that um uh, messiah
2: no we'll talk about messiah in a little bit i know there's a messiah okay. question coming all right
0: up. okay all right uh that's true there is thank you look, look right on the agenda um well i'm telling you right now here's what i believe i believe pascal is more valuable to us under contract than he is as a potential free agent. So I am resigning him right now. Like I would, I I don't know. I understand. I do not understand the strategy. So I think if there's a deal to be had at any point during the season where Pascal, and I don't think he's on record as saying he won't negotiate during the season. I don't think he said that. It sounds like Um, it's
2: the Raptors that don't want to resign. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's, that's back to the whole, like, are we, yeah, they sure they want this guy. Is he the selfish guy? You know, you know, who's the selfish guy. Um, but I think I think he gets off to a good start, and I think we re-sign him, and then we deal with. I mean, he's just a better asset to assign. He really is. And kids, it is going to be a shitload of money. It's going to be fifty million bucks a year, right? That's what he's going to get. But he's going to get that from somebody, right? Yeah. He's going to. He's a top twenty-five guy in the NBA. I mean, top fifty guys are making twenty-five million. So I'm not sure that's the exact math, but it's it's close. Stay with me. Um, so I think that my prediction is he's re-signed. Uh, but could still be traded in the offseason. but I think he's resigned. That's my vote. Uh, all right. Uh, Oh, my favorite one. I should have saved this for the end. Uh, team wins still currently. It's been at 36 and a half. I think since they, since they opened, it may have been 37 and a half when it opened, um, back in, back in the summer, but the current win total for this team is 36 and a half. And I you want you either- are you trading OG? You just skipping over OG? Oh, should I miss that? Oh, I missed OG. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That's that. Right. Sorry. Uh, next one, not that one. Uh, OG Aaron is OG going to be traded?
2: Any uh, hey, point? Again, when in doubt, bet against the Raptors making a move. How many times have we been <laughs> yeah. fooled here? I think it might make sense depending on how this season goes, and I think we'll talk about that in the next question about over unders on win totals. But I think if the Raptors aren't a disaster, they'll keep OG and Ananobi. It might be tough to re-sign him, uh, but they have to figure out a way to do that. But again, when in doubt, bet against a trade. So I don't think the Raptors will trade OG and Nabi.
1: Yeah, catch. I, think, I just think Masai has Masai has this has this level that he perceives OG's worth, and the, rest the the rest of the league doesn't. And with the trades went down, when when there was big rumors on the trades and they were pushing him through, he couldn't find a deal. So why is he going to find a deal next time he comes to the table? So I yeah, I think. I think we're stuck with uh, with OG because I don't think the perception of OG is the same from the league to what Masai perceives him as being.
0: Well, listen, I'm also saying he's not going to be traded, um, but I think a slightly different uh, rationale for it. Um, Masai does, I think, overvalue him, or at least that's the perception at, at trade uh, in trade talks, that he overvalues him to a certain extent. Uh, but I also think that this team is not going to be an obvious... Um, they're not going to be obvious blow up. Right. Like if they, I, I don't think they'll come out of the gates five and 15 or 10 and 20, you know, 10 and 20. I, I don't think it's going to be that. I think they're going to be middling. I think they're going to show there's going to be some games and it, you know, the first one could be tomorrow night against Minnesota, which is a sort of an up and coming team. I think they're going to, they're going to have games like this where they go, Oh shit. What you know, what Do we really have here, especially with Grady Dick, uh, lighting light in the three, uh three ball up. Um, so, yeah. Uh, no, I say he doesn't get traded, but I think it's more a result of the fact that we are not going to blow it up. So there you go. All right. Now to my favorite question 36 and a half win total. Aaron Rose, yes or no. And it doesn't, this doesn't have to be anything more than just, yes, they're getting a 37. But if you would like to espouse on where you think they will land, whether it be under or over that number, uh, you, may, you may do so. But 36 and a half.
2: I've been on the record already. I think they will go over 36 and a half wins. You talked about how they are unlikely to blow it up. And I think part of that is because they don't have their first round pick this year. So there is virtually no reason to try and tank, uh, to try and sell and have one of those, you know, 22 win seasons and pivot at the trade deadline. So I see them going over that. I see them being sort of a middling team, probably a play-in-ish team probably a team that doesn't make the first round and not doesn't make it out of the first round if they do but I'm going over 36 and a half. give me
0: a number give me a give me a win total number then
2: I will take 42
1: and 40 slightly better than last year oh okay one
0: up from last year okay
1: now just going back so if we but if we traded the deadline we could trade for first round picks do we not?
2: Yeah, but except for yeah. except for you don't control that first round pick. So losing doesn't necessarily get you higher in the lottery.
0: No, well kids is saying Kidd is saying we could we could dump Siakam for three first rounders, getting one this year, right? But it still doesn't control it. It doesn't have anything to do with our six our top six protected pick, right? But you could get you could you could sell to get back into the draft. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, San
2: Antonio would say thank you very much.
0: Yes, they would. Yes, they would. would.
1: Um, I'm. I so I I bet the Raptors over for the last ten years. I've I've loved it. This is the most nervous I've been the last ten years in betting the Raptors over for the season. Yes, I'm probably going to do it, but I just I have this feeling in my gut that says we get to halfway through the season and we're not looking great, and we start unloading. And then the bet just disappears because now you've got you've got a a shell of a roster, of not wanting to win games, and uh, and 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 falling off, and maybe falling. What do we got to finish in the league to still get a first round draft pick? Bottom six or bottom four?
0: Yeah, bottom six. But you're not even like just because we could have one of the top four worst records and still not get the six pick.
2: The only way you can guarantee a top to stay in that top 6 pick is to have a bottom 2 record in the NBA and the Raptors just aren't going to do that this no, year. That's, tough. that's, that's number 1. Tough. And then it seems like by all accounts this is a weak draft coming up and the Raptors just told us what they think of the draft because they just yep. traded that pick. So I just don't think it's likely that the Raptors are going to pivot and try and tank this year for to keep that top six pick. And then that just rolls over to being a top six pick next year. And you have to, eventually you're going to have to pay the Piper for that trade. Yeah,
1: so but Aaron, I, I agree. I agree with that now, but what if we're, what if we're 10 and 30?
2: Then it's a disaster.
1: Then, then, it's a disaster. then, then you gotta, all right, maybe we got to change face here. So that's, that's my fear. That's what, that's what scares me about this, at this bet. But I'll catch it at 10 and
0: 30. Our resale value of our tickets—the games we're not going to—are yeah. not very good. Get rid
1: of them at yeah, you know for we, Dolphin.
0: Yeah, we have we have nothing protected. We only be top six protected. We have nothing at that stage. Um, right. But, Aaron, for the life of you, can you ever understand why that was a top six protected pick and not top twelve or, or lottery? Even like that, did that need to be top six? And like, does that make any sense?
2: I've been puzzled about that trade and the value the Raptors gave up since the morning it happened. I was waiting that day for another trade to happen and it hasn't made a ton of sense to me then. I understand that Jakob Hurtle is like a good, above average NBA center, but there are some holes in his game that are glaring. For example, he can't shoot free throws and I'm not sure you can play him at the end of crucial NBA games,
0: which Don't is- Don't tell Larry. Darko that. Don't tell Darko.
2: He's He's very good, but- there are some issues. And I think when you gave up that pick, it forced you into a place where you can't make one of a, a potentially the right route you might want to take this year as the tank this year or sell off assets. And now you've hamstrung yourself because you can't go that route, which is why, again, I'm going over 36 and a half. But it didn't make a ton of sense to me at the time. I don't really know who they were bidding up against. I don't know where Yak was going to go. Maybe, uh, maybe Boston, but it seems like the Raptors <laughs> yeah. gave up a lot to get Yak yeah. and Prittle.
0: Yeah, there's something going on. I think, honestly, I really do believe this is some sort of deal for the Kawhi trade, right? I think there's like it's still payback. Because look at the Thad Young. When we, when we traded, um, what's his face? Um, Aaron, help me out. The uh, Miami. Goran uh, Dragic? Yeah, Goran. We traded Goran, and we had to give up a first round. We had to get rid of Goran and give up a first rounder for Thad Young. I mean, that one didn't make any sense to me. If anything, I thought we might get the first rounder.
1: I love it. Conspiracy theory.
0: Of it. well it could be I'm telling you I, it doesn't this doesn't make any sense we keep trading with San Antonio and we keep getting shafted in these deals now the argument would be that we actually significantly won the Kawhi trade uh, but I'm telling you that this it does, those ones don't make sense to me but anyway all right we digress uh, where, where are we in the list I've lost my um will Darko finish top oh. five in coach of the year voting. Well, hold on. oh sorry I didn't get my 36 and a half. Sorry, I didn't get my three six and a half Um, um, uh, diatribe. um so Here's where I'm at. Uh, I'm way over. I'm way, way, way over. 30. Of course I'm way over 36 and a half. Uh, I'm going to say more like 44, maybe 45. Jeez. And I'm also going to say, I'm going to say no plan.
1: Hey, we're going to make six or better if you get. 44. Yeah,
0: we're going to be six. We're going to be six. I'm telling. And here's my rationale. Uh, and I know no one should ever fall in love with the preseason. Uh, because as Brock, as listener Brock pointed out, when the Lions last time the Lions went undefeated in uh, the NFL preseason, they, that was the year they went zero sixteen. So not a great premonition for us to be four zero this year, first ever time undefeated. But I th- I th- I think the East is kind of weak. Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's a great East. If we stay healthy, obviously any team would say this. But if we stay healthy, we are going to be kind of that middling team i don't think we, i actually don't think we're any worse than we were last year um and i think we we could you could make the argument even by losing freddie if Schroeder's serviceable which appears that he might be if scotty takes that jump um if gary happy gary plays well if C, happy siakam plays well i, I think we're going to be in a lot of games like we're going to be able to beat a lot of teams and if a couple of, listen we were so bad uh, at the end of games last year, like there's, you can't have a repeat of that, right? It's like Minnesota this year in football, right? They won all those close games last year. And then this year they're losing all of them, of course, except for last night when I, uh, when I bet San Francisco. But, uh, the point is it's, it's gonna, the end of games are not gonna go as bad as they did last year. They're just not. We're gonna, we're gonna do better than that. The teams. So uh, I heard on Rosillo's pod that we had the worst. Uh, or sorry, the teams shot the best against us at three point line than any other team in the league last year, right? That that is not going to happen again next year. Can't you remember? Not you know, precious, like,
1: not with precious money.
0: every every game. It seemed like somebody, who, some unheralded person, was lighting us up from three. I, I just can't imagine that's going to continue. I and I, I think Masai is so anti blowing this thing up. I think he's so anti blowing this thing up that if, if there's a sniff of this team, like, cause I think he wants to rub everyone's nose in it. I think he wants to say, see, I told you. Uh, I think if there's a hint of this team being a playoff team, we may hate the trade deadline because he might go the other way. He might try and get better. So I'm telling you, this team's going over. We will be a six seed. Boom. <laughs> write it down. Aaron, write it down. Yeah. I want that. Right, I need... want that. Is that oh, a picture? I man? want that on your socials. There's a pig. I would like to four.
2: go to the the Dave Bard uh, sports book and take the under. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's available. It's available. You may not like the juice. You may not like the juice. Uh, all right. Next one. Will Darko finish top five? Coach of the Year voting. Kitch.
1: I also say no, as my optimism is cautious with this squad. So I I, just, I I'm I'm not 100% bought in. If if they finish in the top, if they finish in the top four in the East, absolutely. Oh. But I'm going to say no.
0: Okay. Aaron?
2: No, no. There's so many teams that I think... Listen, again, if, he, if if this team stays out of the play-in tournament and, and maybe surprises people this season, sure. But I don't think he's going to be top five in coach of the year. And that's nothing against him personally. I just don't think this team is like heading towards some surprise season. And that's usually who gets the coach of the year award. Listen, I even with my you optimism... You have to say yes.
0: No, I don't. Because I don't know that 44 wins or 45 wins, even a six seed would get him the top five. I don't. I really don't. I think there's so many teams... Uh, that could shine from last year, especially the West is going to be tough. Uh, I, I don't, and again, I will, I, I think that we will go underappreciated or underrecognized even if we do get to 45 wins uh, that I don't think, I don't think it'd be top five.
2: Listen, sports writer. Cabal is up against. Uh, the well, it, could
0: be. it totally could be. That's right. You guys, you guys are a dirty bunch. Uh, we know that. Um, all right. Here's another good one. Uh, Aaron, I'm going I'm going to start with you. Will Masai be in his current role before the start of next year's free agency? Will Masai Ujiri still be running the ship?
2: Yes. As long as Larry Tannenbaum is around, and I know he's supposedly selling off some portion of his shares of MLSC, but the future with Masai Ujiri in this organization remains uh, bright for him in that role for the foreseeable future.
1: Kitch? You know, I've always loved Masai until lately, and uh, he's on my watch watch list right now. I, I think he's got a few decisions he's gonna have to make throughout this year, and I'm gonna say if he botches those decisions, I'm gonna say he's not here by free agency. So, so this is this is he's got a free pass for a few years, and I'm think, I'm saying this year he's under the scrutiny a bit a bit closer. Larry's got to hear the outside noise at some point.
0: Yeah, those guys don't care. Billionaires don't care about the outside noise. Give a shit. Right? Uh, Yeah, what do they care? Right? Uh, I I can't imagine Larry's on TikTok. Um, And if he is, I can't imagine he's reading the comments that people are saying. So um, listen, I think 100% he's in that role next year uh, because I do think they have a decent year. I think he's going to be able to say, see, I told you that he's going to point to OG being better, Grady uh, being a good draft pick. Winning more games, everyone thought. So I I think it's gonna be it'd be hard to. The only way it would happen is if he resigned for whatever reason. I guess if if Larry did completely get out of the way, and someone new came in, and there was some friction there, that could happen. But I I think, yeah, if if I'm betting this one, if I'm predicting this one, one thousand percent, he's still like he has got he's got a long, long rope for whatever reason. Twenty nineteen seems like a long time ago, but I guess it's not that that long ago. Um, So no, one hundred percent, he's in that he's in that role. Uh, team MVP who will be our, who will be anointed the Raptors team MVP, Aaron,
2: Pascal Siakam. This is pretty easy. He's the only all-star from this team. He will continue to be the best player. And the only way he's not this team's MVP is if they trade him.
0: Catch.
1: I said Pascal as well. Cause I, uh, as much as I think Scott, going to have a breakout year. Somebody, somebody's got to score. And I think Pascal is going to be our scoring leader for the team. So so they're going to give it to the guy who gets the most points, and, and not the guy who gets the most assists or most most picks or most blockouts. The Listen,
0: if Scotty's twenty-eight and five, he'll be our MVP.
1: 20, yes, he will. 20, oh yeah, yeah, he will be. All right, if he's twenty-eight and five, yeah. he will be. Yeah, he's going to
0: average twenty points a game this year. Well,
1: you, you take that 20, to the bank. Tw- tw- you said twenty-eight.
0: No, no, I didn't say two. It's twenty-eight and five. Twenty oh, points. Eight and five. five. Okay, twenty-eight. And five Yeah, you know, he's not averaging 28 a game God, I, know. I thought that was aggressive. Uh, but even at 20 points aaron you gave you gave a big head shake, you gave a big head shake on the 28 and five you don't believe that's in the cards um that's okay i'm telling you i'm
2: so ready to clean up at the dave bart sports book with all these unders
0: <laughs> yo i might post these i might put yeah you know i'm this could be i could be i'm back in bermuda i could easily do this um we, i'm we, telling we, you we, scotty makes capital. a massive jump uh the team is gonna want him to be the MVP. Scotty Barnes is your team MVP. Uh now well we already answered this one obviously for for Aaron. Most improved. I guess that's that's obvious for Aaron.
2: Yeah, precious
1: joy uh,
0: okay, Kitch.
1: So most improved. I thought this one through for a while. Okay, good. And if you if you start at zero and go to twenty, that's good improvement. That may be more than most. So Bart, I'm gonna go with Malachi Flynn as our most oh, improved shit. player because oh, he's no. going to go from zero to 30. You know, Zero to wow. thirty, and that thirty percent bump is going to be more than anybody else. Because what can Siakam go? He can go eighty to ninety. Like those guys don't have the yeah, but he's,
0: he's not. The, yeah, but Siakam's obviously not the most improved. Okay, listen, Malachi. That's not a horrible. That's not a horrible selection. I would. I would definitely go Precious before I go Malachi. But if what. Our guy Darko is, says about Malachi, I mean, he's going to get some he's run. Gonna touches. He's going to get he's touches at the get, beginning.
1: At the beginning, he he's going to touch gonna, us. So we're, we're he's going to get out.
0: some run. Uh, but listen, I don't think so for me. Well, I mean, God, I hope not. That would be so disappointing for me. Um, <laughs> oh, God, if we re-sign Malachi in the off season, <laughs> uh, I will do a separate Malachi-only uh, pod. If, if they re sign him,
1: I'll buy a Jersey for you too. You yeah. For
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. That's fair. You know what? How about that? If we resign him, he's still wrapped next year. I will buy, I'll buy a Jersey for every member of my family.
1: <laughs> Flynn jerseys.
0: Flynn, well, Flynn, Flynn's all around. Flynn's all around. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll get uh, Aaron, maybe I'll get your fiance one for wedding as a wedding gift. She'd love that. <laughs> She's a
2: big Malachi Flynn fan.
0: Is she really? <laughs> no, she couldn't be <laughs> good. Is she, is she a Raptors fan? But like, like, does she like hoops?
2: When they're good. So not last yeah.
0: season. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like All that. right. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Um. So for me, I'm going to go Gary. I think Gary, I think Gary's going to have a big season. I really, it's obviously contract year. I think Darko likes him. Uh, I think he wants to uh, impress upon everyone that Nick nurse was a jackass. Uh, and he's going to do that with his game. And I think he's, I think he's going to be considered, I would vote for him. Or oh, sorry, I'm going to predict, not vote. I'm going to predict that he's our most improved. All right. That is a good one. I
1: like that. I like that.
0: This, this is a good one. Can't most just dis- not around to
1: hold Gary back in Oh my universe. God.
0: Poor Freddie. Love Freddie. Um most disappointing Raptor.
1: Aaron. I like that.
2: I struggled with this. I this is like not the preseason vibe that people want to hear. Who's going to disappoint? Who's going to suck this year? And like I don't really want to single anyone out, but I've come to an answer. I do, and the I do, and the answer is, I think people might be a little high on Grady Dick. And oh. One of those people might be on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> But I think so. You think consistent that with that. Just listening to what Darko said today and what Dennis Schroeder has said in the past, I think it's going to take some time for Grady to acclimate to the NBA game, for it to slow down for him. And if there are people who think he might be all rookie or a big difference maker or a bench rotation high up bench rotation player for this team i'm not saying he's not going to be good and not saying he's not going to have a good future in the nba i just am taking caution with grady dick right now Uh, that's my bet for most disappointing player
0: well listen he's not coming in under the radar which is a problem right like that that doesn't help the fact that everyone everyone wants to like him uh, every time he touches the ball outside the three point line, people are, you know, they want him to shoot and score. So I, listen, that's actually a pretty good pick. Uh, I mean, I hope it's not the case that would really disappoint me. Uh, we'd have two disappointing Raptors, um, a fan and the player, but, um, it's actually, it's, it's actually not bad. That's a, that's a good one. Kitch, What do you got?
1: We kind of answered this earlier. We paid a lot for this guy. And, uh, and if he doesn't show up well this year, we could be reassessing that. So I'm going to go with, with Pirtle. I think, uh He was, he was, he was Freddie's boy. Freddie, Freddie wanted him to come aboard. He loved the pick and roll with Freddie. Do we have a guy that's going to run the pick and roll with him this year? He faces some key shooting woes, especially from the line, especially which we're going to need in crunch time. So I think, uh, I think there's times when we can look at Pertle and go, what are we getting here? Like, what, what is this guy's all around play? And then if, if, if we do get uh, precious who steps it up a notch, eats into Perl's minutes and uh so I'm I'm feeling we could be disappointed with uh god. With this year.
0: The year of Precious, apparently. What do we have, what do we have left in the kitty to re-sign Precious next year? I mean what, we have two lot, fifty million lot, dollar players. Yeah
1: once we release uh see, a lot. Of oh
0: there. my god, Jesus. Uh all right, listen. I think that's it Pertl was on my list. I, I contemplated him. Uh, but here, I and I know I said I, I think he's going to make the all defensive team, but I'm telling you, my most disappointing raptor is going to be OG and Anobi, and here's why: a lot of hype, right? He's he's talked about how he wants the ball, how he wants to be more involved in the offense, this that. And it, like I, I think, I think we've seen who OG is, right? But we keep hearing from Asai, he's untradeable. You know, like Rasilla all over it. Like it's funny, Rasilla is all over about like he's like OG oh, and Anobi must be going to the Hall of Fame based on the people he can't be traded for. <laughs> right, uh, and it's kind of true. It's like so. I do think we're just going to sit there at the end of this year, and go, oh, what, what did oh, kind of the same stuff that we've always seen from him. I don't think there's a huge jump coming. Uh, I think he's limited offensively. Um, I think, listen, don't be me wrong, I think he's a solid, but I just think I'm going to be very disappointed. Based on the, and it, it all is going to factor in from the last two or three years. We haven't traded him for all these guys that we were supposedly talked about. And it's just going to be like, oh, it's just going to be a meh. Oh, OG. I'm going to be, yeah. So my vote is OG. Uh, he's,
1: got, he's got to shoot. He does have to shoot some consistency from the outside. And, uh, well, and, that's going to, and if he doesn't, then we got a defensive player. And he keeps saying he wants to be more involved in the offense. But to be more involved in the offense, you got to knock down your shots. And uh, so. That's gonna be that's gonna be where you could potentially get the oh from O.G. I would say. Well, I mean, it
0: helps if you can dribble too. <laughs> Dr- right? Dribbling it, helps it, you it, make your shots. Yeah, helps. You yeah, to yeah. To in order to yeah to get to the basket, you have to dribble to get there. So it's that's a so hopefully he's improved there. I uh, hope he's our, hopefully he's our most improved dribbler. Um. So yeah. All right, there we go. All right, now listen. I think that anything else from Raptorville that we want to predict that I didn't have on that list. I, are we missing anything? I think I, that was a pretty good that was a pretty good list.
1: No, nah, we'll come back on Thursday with a whole new... Uh, whole new. Oh, going, uh, season
0: right. will be over by, by we'll Thursday.
1: Blow it up. We'll blow it yeah. up. On,
0: on we'll blow it, for sure we will. Uh, <laughs> listen, I already bet the Raptors will win that game, so they better not. They better win that game. Um, all right, listen. Uh, quickly, some over-unders around the league, which I found. Uh, so I tried to pick ones I thought were a little bit interesting. We don't have to go into, into depth into uh, too many of these, but uh, let's, let's do what we have here. Warriors, 48 and a half. Most fun team to watch on TV. Aaron, over-under.
2: I'm taking the under. I think this team will be a good playoff team. I'm not sure how much they care about the regular season. They have some depth, sort of, but with the age of some guys, I think Draymond Greed's already
1: going to miss the first game of the season. I'm taking first the first couple of
0: Yeah. All right. Catch up
1: on I, I, I I'm I would lean. Uh, I won't be betting this one, but I would lean towards the over. And based on the fun factor, like I, I, I just love. I'd love to bet them and cheer for them. Yeah. They're just they're such an entertaining team to watch. There's no drama this year. They don't have to deal with any face punches by any players, to other players in the team. So, so cut the drama out of the out of the team. Um, they get it. They they have five more wins in them from last year than they did to this year. Yeah, I would lean towards the over, but I'm it probably won't be on my list.
0: So, listen, I'm I'm on the over, even though I think it's an under. Uh, but I'm taking the over. And yeah, listen, the only just because I, I I'm a I'm a Steph Curry fanboy. I love watching them play. Uh, I never want to cheer for them to not do well unless they're playing the raps, and that's it. So that's why I went the over. But it's an under. They're not. There's no. They're not getting. They're not getting a 49. But it is. I bet. But I have. I'm on Bet365. The accounts there. I've already bet the over, just because they're fun to watch. Uh, Lakers 47 and a half. Aaron
2: under. Same sort of reasons. A veteran team, I think that an injury happens here or there and they could go under. I also don't think that they care so much about the regular season. So under on the Lakers.
1: Ketch? Yeah, I, I felt the same. I, I, I looked at it like Davis has trouble staying healthy. LeBron, they're going to rest. Um, I know there's huge talk out there about, about how the team is so much better this year. There's a big hype on it. So I think that's moved the lineup. I'm going to say the exact same thing as Aaron. I don't think they care about the regular season. They are going to rest for the playoffs. So I'm definitely on the under with those guys. And well, I bet that one.
0: I, well, actually, I'm with you guys on the under only because I think once they realize, once they secure being in the top six, so they don't want to be in the play. in obviously, yeah, LeBron's going to, LeBron's going to miss 20 to 25 games. That's, that's a, that's a given. Uh, Davis will probably miss 20 to 25 games, uh, just based on who. So yeah, I like, I like the under there too. Here's what I found it very difficult to, to pick. Dallas, 44 and a half.
1: Aaron is Kyrie Irving on the team? Yes. I'm going under. Oh, oh, oh. Kitch. I, this, this, this was the hardest one he gave in the whole list. I put, I put over, I guess, but I could be talked in either way. I, I will refuse to bet a Kyrie Evering team. Uh, I do like Donkic, and I think, I think he might be able to win 40 games on his own without, without Kyrie. So, so I'm, I'm more of, yeah, Luca, Luca can carry this team to a certain amount of wins. Just how much does Kyrie blow it up? That's, that's so, Kitch,
0: listen, I, I don't want to tell you what to do. Um, that's not my style. But I think referring to Luca as just Luca is the way to go for you. <laughs> John- no one knows don- who Donkich is. Donkich don- Kitch- sounds like a character to Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> just just go with Luca. Just go with Luca. It's easier. It's just well, easier. How,
1: well, well, how, how is it said? Donkich, how do you say it? Donkich, Donkich. Aaron, do you want to help
0: him out here? Donkich. Don- Donkich. Donchich. It's Doncic. always been Doncic. No one's ever jo- said Donchich.
1: It's closer to Jokic. Donchich.
0: Donchich. Donchich. All right. Uh, I'm also on a, a Dallas under here only because I hate Kyrie. I mean, I could get to 45, but I hate Kyrie. So, you get, yeah, I'm on the under. Uh, New Orleans, 43 and a half. Aaron?
2: I'm going over. I'm going over. I think that this team was pretty good last year, and I think if they can get anything from Zion, that they will go over. So, over 43 and a half for the Pelicans.
1: They have a good. They have a good talent. They have good talent on that team. They got a lot of a lot of good names. But I will I will never bet the over here until I see Zion. Zion, Zion, Zion? can play half a season Jesus. and uh, and show <laughs> that he is willing to work on a success. If he's willing to work on a success, then I will I will I will wait till the next year to bet him. I will be betting the under on New Orleans, hmm. or I won't be touching it. One of the two. Uh, I just think Ingram's a bit of a train wreck, and I would say. Zion is, I, I don't what? trust him. So That's I-
0: good. Uh, maybe just the guy from Duke. You should go with that instead of Z- Zion Z- Zion stuff. It's the guy from Duke. Um, so listen, I'm under for the same reason. You just, you can't trust Zion. Uh, and I think he's, I, if you want to talk about cancers, I think that guy's a cancer. Uh,
1: head case or whatever.
0: Yeah. Just people you know, you don't know if you're coming or going, he's always got these videos out of him dunking when he's, when he's hurt. Uh, Yeah. Not, not, not the guy I'm, I'm I'm an under uh, based on the way they finished last season. Yeah. I'm way under. Actually, I'm way under.
1: What's he doing? Dunking the ball or is he dunking donuts? Which ones? A little bit of both. A little bit of
0: both. Uh, Oh yeah. Oh, Denver. I think it's actually, this is a hard one. 52 and a half. I'm going over.
2: I think that those guys for the most part, uh, uh, Jokic is, generally speaking, has been healthy for his career. I think we're seeing a healthy season out of Murray. I think that this team is still as good as they showed they were last season. And I'm going over.
1: Yeah, I love, love the over. I love the over. Like, really? So this team, this team, they went, they, they're 52 and a half is the, is the line. They had 53 wins last year. Team's the same, pretty much. A couple, a couple of French guys gone. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see them being worse than last year so I'm
0: going with you over. I'm well I am going over I bet it too but I'm going over at 53. I might if there's a way for me to bet the exact number of wins I would bet them at 53. I don't know the West seems so tough I think there might be a bit of a uh, a title hangover I do I do see that a little bit uh, with them I, yeah that I just I'm 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 leery of going anyone over in the west because I think it's so hard one two like ten even right there are not a lot of easy games in the West uh, all right uh, Celts I actually think this is a hard one too Fifty four and a half, Aaron.
2: I'm going over. I love the addition of Drew Holiday to that team. I think another year uh, with that head coach, whose name I'm blanking on. Uh, I think that they oh, don't ask catch. <laughs> I think I think they will go over this year.
1: Yeah, I'm taking the over. Everything they done everything in the offseason. It was awesome for them. Like with with locking in Jalen Brown, making him feel like he's he's a franchise player. Um, Brian Holiday. They got the outside, they got the big outside shooting presence of Porzingis. Like I, I think, uh, I think there's them in Milwaukee. I think are heads and tails above everybody else in these this year. And I think, uh, I think, I think I, I, I'm doing
0: the over on both those teams. Just really stellar. Uh, so it's Joe, Joe Missoula. Oh, there we go. See, I had Joe from West Virginia, from West Virginia boy, Joe Missoula. Kids don't even try Missoula. Don't try Mazda? Oh, Um, Listen, I'm way over on the Celts here. I think they're a 60 win team. They're good. They're good. Like one through ten, they're yeah, they're just good. Uh, so I, I that's an easy, easy over. Uh, Milwaukee, less easy, fifty three and a half. Aaron,
2: I'm going over. They got good news recently. Giannis is locking in long term. I think that that was going to be the one concern hanging over yep. this team. It hasn't been a great start for Adrian Griffin as their head coach. There was an issue with Terry Stotts, and that's a little alarming to me. And we might talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but I think that team's going over.
0: Are we going to talk about Are you bringing that up? Because I do want to talk about that. That's a great story. I mean, in a bad way for Adrian Griffin, but yeah. All right. We'll talk about, talk about that in a minute. Uh, Kitch,
1: 53.5. I'm the over. I mean, you, added, you added a pure scoring threat with uh, dame. You've got Middleton, who's going to be healthier, I believe, this year than he has been the last few years. Um, they're going to be like this is Giannis is going to be licking his chops. And he's got uh, he's got Damon as Russell. He's going to he's going to elevate his game based on that, and he's not going to be triple teamed all year. So, yeah, I, I do like that over. For
0: sure. I'm going over, but I don't love it. I don't love it, but I am going over because the again, I'm more because the East is weak and they're good. And as long as Giannis stays healthy, 50 a lock. Are they can get 50? yeah. All right, I'm going over. Uh, a couple more here. Cleveland, fifty and a half. I think this is uh, interesting, this one. I'm going Aaron. under.
2: I think we're already hearing stuff about Donovan Mitchell maybe not being yeah. there long term. And anytime you have these kind of stories about teams, even the Adrian Griffin thing, I get a little start feeling a little icky. And I'm going under on fifty and a half for Cleveland.
1: Catch. New very neutral this one. I I I this is this one and the Dallas one. Last year they won fifty one games, over under is fifty and a half. Um, I, I'm not going to touch this one because like, like going back to it, they're in a week conference in the East. Um, so they're going to get some slop games, some slop wins. Um, I don't have a good feel. If I got to say anything in this one, you do. Think, That's the whole point. You do over, over by half. 50 I'm points. under,
0: I'm under. I think I, I agree with you on the Donovan Mitchell stuff. How is that even possible after him coming in last year, uh, talking a huge game about how he wanted to be there. And then a year later, apparently still wants to go to the next, that's, that's cancerous under, under. Uh, now listen, it's now, I'm going to change this cancerous? line. Cancerous, it's cancerous. Uh, I'm going to change this line to what it is today. The Philly line, when I gave it to you, was 47 and a half. It's now 48 and a half. So we'll give it to you, Philly at 48 and a half.
2: Well, I had it over at 47 and a half, oh. and we're doing this live on the spot. But I think I'm going to go over. I think uh-huh. that Nick Nurse, as we know, cares a lot about the regular season. And I think that Daryl Moore will figure out something with James Harden. And while we've talked about concerns about certain players, Donovan Mitchell and things surrounding teams, I think that's baked into the price here. And I think that you actually might be able to buy this team and with that price baked in a little too much. So I'm going over on, on I don't know, 47 and a half or 48 and a half wow. for Philly. Wow. I do, okay. Well, I I'll give you 47.
1: Do, I'll give you
0: 48. If it's 48, you, you're your winner.
1: I do agree with you on the baked in a bit, but I just, it falls back to my new Orleans uh, pick as well. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Like Harden's creating so much shit in this, in this city, on this team can Embiid carry it through all this, all this with a big body and the risk of injury. I am, I am heavy on the under for these guys. I am. I just don't like, I don't like the potential
0: disaster that could happen. I am so far on this under. It's not even funny. This is, this would be my lock pick. Of the season, there is zero, zero chance they're getting to uh, 48 wins, 49 wins, 50 wins, 51 wins. Cause I got, them, I actually got them at 50 and a half, but at 47 and a half, I'd bet them under. Listen, their only chance to get to the over would be if Hardens doesn't play for them at all. If he shows up and has to play anything, he will be so bad for them. If I'm nurse, I don't even know if I'd play him. I really don't know that I'd play him. Cause I think the best way for them to move forward is just to go with what they've got, wait to, wait to trade them, bring those assets in and go from there. If he's on that roster and plays it's what well, we've seen it we've seen it everywhere he goes right when he wanted a Houston they were terrible when they wanted it when he wanted uh the Nets Brooklyn no good right so yeah this is this is a this is a major 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 under for me so I am uh, I'm locking up the under all right last one Nicks 44 and a half and by the way the Knicks one this this bothers me this one but go ahead
2: I'm going under. I think that this is another team that's nice. focused on some sort of trade that's going to happen at some point down the road. Classic New York Knicks. I think they have a bunch of good players. I don't think they have great players, and I'm going under on 40 and a half,
1: and a half, excuse me. Catch? I'm going over. I'm going to go over based on the fact I think they're going to buy up at the, at the deadline. I think this team feels like they can make a, a run, and I think they'll pay what they can come to deadline, and, and that'll bump us over the 44.5
0: uh what was, anyone know what they what was their win total last year and do you have any idea
1: not off the top of my yeah head.
0: uh so but i think it was around that 45 46 uh total listen i think brunson had the 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 season was life uh he did not have a great um fiba championships i think the shine comes off him a little bit i think um i think our guy the other <laughs> who's our canadian kid on that barrett. team barrett i think our guy barrett is what he is uh inconsistent, not great. That's an under for me. That's not for me. I actually see, that's what I mean. Like I look at that roster and I look at the raps and I go, are they better? Like, are they eight games better than us? I, I don't think they are. I do not think they are. And Randall's a wild card. Uh, so yeah, I'm way under on the Knicks. Way under. And I think Tibbs, if anything uh, about Tibbs, his time, it, it's a two to three year window before he starts losing teams so we're right we're right there with them Knicks is under. all right listen quickly give me your eastern western nba champ all at once aaron go ahead
2: so when i initially did this i wrote nba champ the milwaukee bucks and then i thought Ooh. about it and then i wrote eastern conference champ boston Celtics. <laughs> and those two things can't happen hard and i think what i realized was this adrian griffin coaching situation hasn't started off so well and it's made me nervous and it seems like there's something about this Nick Nurse coaching tree with the exception of Chris Finch who is succeeding it seems in Minnesota at least to a certain extent but there was turmoil with the Raptors and their assistant coaches last year we know the Nate Bjorkren thing didn't go so well uh to put it mildly in Indiana and early returns on Adrian Griffin Not so great with his assistant coaches, it seems. And I'm worried that enough of a question mark there to make me change it. So I'm going to go with Boston coming out of the East. I'm going to go with the Denver Nuggets to win the NBA championship. And of course, win the Western Conference. So I'm sure that's an original pick, but I'm going with the Denver Nuggets to win the NBA
0: championship. Don't worry about originality. Originality doesn't pay. Being accurate is what pays, Aaron, when you're, when you're gambling. So don't worry about that. Uh, now listen, I will see if I can get that, uh, parlay anywhere. If I can find the Celtics to win the conference and then, and the Bucks to win the championship, I will offer that to you. I'll make all my money it, back. It would probably pay it well. Yeah. That would pay that really well. Uh, all right. Well, listen, uh, Celts and, and Nuggets, that's going to be a
1: popular pick. Kitch for 14 to one. Yeah. Okay, so I, I, I'm going to stick with Milwaukee. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight through the coaching issues and and figure this is this is Giannis's dream. He's got his dream now. He's gonna just turn it up a notch this year, and I'm gonna take Milwaukee to knock off Denver in the finals. So Milwaukee over Denver in the finals.
0: Well, listen, I'm going Celts, Eastern Conference champs. Uh, I'm going uh, Raptors, NBA champs. Oh wait, no, I can't. I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, I'm gonna go Celtics, Eastern Conference champs. Uh, you know, I find the, the West to me is an absolute toss up. Uh, but because I don't want to see Golden State lose in the finals, so I'm not going to pick them. I am also going to pick Denver because I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to buy 20 games in. They'll be back to where they were. I think they'll come out of the West. I think whoever comes out of the West is going to be, it'll be hard pressed to, to keep it going. And I just, this is it for the Celtics. They, the Drew Holiday thing, if if everyone stays healthy, they are an absolute juggernaut. I mean, they got, everyone forgets that Porzinga's pickup. I mean, he could be, he yep. could be rock solid for them, right? They are, they are good. like shooting big man. You know what? I, I don't know that uh, a coach can, can screw something like this up. So my, my guess is even with all the bad press from Missoula uh, last year, that he will not screw this up. And the Celtics are your champs. So that's where I'm going with. Uh Now, Aaron, did you want to, ex- did you want to just talk about that story a little bit more with, with Terry and Adrian? Cause I think it's like, it, I, I, I love the story. Did you hear the the whole, like he told him to come to the coach's circle and, and yeah so go ahead yeah
2: it's 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 a first time it's a first time coach and it sounds like he didn't get along with the longtime head, head coach who was now an assistant coach and Terry Stotts has a close relationship with Dame Lillard and that's another reason why I'm a little concerned about this a little alarmed about this but it sounds like he told him to do one thing and Terry Stotts probably thought he was the head coach of this team for a moment and wanted to go do another thing. And Adrian Griffin said like, no, you come here. I'm the head coach of this team. And unsurprisingly that didn't end well. Yeah.
0: You know, called called him out in front Jerry of the Stodd entire team. Elsewhere. Yeah. Called him yeah. out in front of the entire team. So I think so, that Terry, like, so yeah, the,
1: the head coach who got demoted is now an assistant. No, he's the de former demoted. head coach
2: of the Timberwolves who, oh, who had okay. joined Adrian Griffin's staff.
1: Okay. Of the uh,
0: Blazers, Blazers, Terry Stott's Blazers, right? Um. Yeah. So that was it. Yeah, and then it was just, yeah. So I think Terry's like, you know what? I don't need this shit. I don't blame him. I'm doing the same thing. How dare, how dare he tell me I can't talk to Dame Lillard. Um. Oh, all right. Last.
1: Man. I like that. I like that.
0: Can no, you, mean, don't call, you don't call do. You don't do that in front of the whole team. That's an easy one after you go. Hey, Terry, listen, you know what? Let's not confuse the guys. Right. I get it. Like that sort of thing. But you know, I mean, when we have the coaches huddle, I'm going to need you over there. Like there's 10 different ways to handle that as opposed to calling him out in front of like as he's talking the two biggest stars on the team come on
1: Kitch. i do it right for the sports sports broadcasters face <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, but
0: yeah and guess what this might be your last my last pod needs to be your last pod all right league mvp aaron last one
2: league mvp Jokic. i think that he deserved it last season and i think Ooh. that will be the sort of campaign around this year which is like he's just going to put up great numbers because he's Jokic, and i think people are going to be like Probably deserved it last year. We screwed him out of that last year. Let's give it to him this year.
1: I like that. I like that. I'm I'm going with Dame, and I say Dame. Dame. If, I got, if I got Milwaukee to win it all, then uh, then it's got. Then be you should
2: give win. it to their second best player. Because,
0: yeah,
1: because Giannis, <laughs> is won, Giannis has won it too many times.
0: Uh, oh, look at it! I love it. Little tension with you two. Good call. Well, well said. There, I agree. There's no way. I think Dame's the reason why Giannis doesn't get it. Actually, otherwise I would have picked Giannis. That he's uh it just it won't happen that way there'll be too many there'll still be too many dames closing the games because Giannis is not necessarily the greatest closer in the world so I think those two cancel each other out I am gonna go I'm sticking with the Celtics Tatum he's my guy I really really think he makes the jump this year he had a good start last year my thing with Jokic is I'm buying into this whole apathy talk that he's been giving ever since they won the title, like how he's not really, into, he doesn't even care about stats is that. Yeah. You know? Like, I think he's, I think he's going to come out a little flat. I think it's going to be now. No one's going to remember his first 10 games. So I, I I'll, I'll agree with that, but I think he's going to come out a little flat. It's going to be a bit of a nondescript. I mean, so the numbers are still going to look good, but it's going to be a bit of a nondescript year. They're not going to win 60 games. The Celtics win 60 games and Tatum's the best player on that team. He's your MVP. So there you go. There you have it. Alright, listen, that's it for the predictions. I've, I've recorded them all, uh, and we'll come back. We'll obviously do an end of season. Who is, who is the dumbest? Who is the dumbest? Uh, no, I, I have, I've recorded them all. Okay. I got my pen right here, right in the whole time. Uh, alright, uh, quickly, we're going to do some, uh, what drives and then AOB and then, um, we're getting out of here. Aaron, do you want to start with, uh, what drives if you have one?
2: People who read too much into preseason games. Oh, oh. Everyone says they're meaningless. Everyone in the NBA says they're meaningless. So, Scotty Barnes had a great preseason. It doesn't mean anything. The games start tomorrow, tonight, and the Raptors season starts oh, tomorrow. That's, That's when things matter.
0: You, you know what? We should change this uh, pod to uh, potshot pod, not prediction pod. This is potshot pod. Jesus. Grenades everywhere with the, threes, with the
1: threesome. This is what happens when you come back. Jesus, uh, everybody's, everybody's ornery yeah wow all right kitsch go ahead i get two and they're quick ones so so i'm gonna put two and they deal with travel why (laughs) why why can we not have one global universal plug why do we have to have adapters when we go overseas why can't we have one plug that works in the world so you don't have to carry on these big bulky things and plug it in and decide not to plug it in drove me crazy on the trip that you're always, you're always trying to figure out there's only one 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 plug-in in the adapter. You gotta keep moving your stuff around. Why can't the world just get together and have one one central plug? It drove me crazy. Second thing is, why in Europe and also Australia and New Zealand, why do they have toilets that don't really have any suction? So so the to- the toilets over there. You just I think we're good on this story. <laughs> you push it down and the water comes pouring in like this. All kinds of water comes pouring in, but it doesn't suck the back end out all the time so the number of times i had to flush like you get a floater in there three or four times i had to flush and nothing <laughs> would go anywhere and it was like it's like get some suction in your toilets come on
0: well l- listen you know what um as an aside i was out with marcotte at his place in gibson's uh in bc so during the uk Ukra- the, the ukrainian crisis so they've got a really nice place out in gibson's it's it's awesome out there and uh but during the, U- the ukrainian war when it started they gave their house up to like Ukraine refugees. Well, apparently as we're talking about this, they don't even use the toilet. They just put everything in the basket right next to the toilet. That's their that's their tradition. So they didn't even know. So they, kids, <laughs> they didn't know even to
1: go into a toilet.
0: Wow. Did not even like whatever they, yeah, so there you go. So kids, it wasn't even that bad. At least you were like lack of suctions, the least of the Marcots problems.
1: true that's
0: true so so there you go um all right for me uh and i thought about this one i was going to do a couple different things which i'll save uh i've got some of the other ones i can save for whenever but drove me it's driving me crazy like this love affair that steve kerr pretends to have with draymond green drives me bananas he's always chatting him up like how important he is and without him we can't do this we can't do that he talked about his injury uh recently and that you know with uh the concerns around it's like draymond green's been nothing but a pain in steve kerr's ass since the moment he started coaching that team i think draymond's one of the most overrated players and i'm not saying he's not good i'm just saying he's given way too much cred for the success of that that group, uh, and I think the way that Steve Kerr continues to talk him up. When I really think, if you had a beer with Kerr at, at the end of the bar and said, "Okay, listen, give it to me straight on Draymond," I think, I think you just sit there and listen for three hours of him telling you what a nightmare he's been to coach. Uh, so I am, I'm tired and frustrated of Steve Kerr chatting up Draymond like he's like he's Jordan. So there you go. That's, that's what I got. Yeah, I would agree with you. I agree. With yeah, you. it's frustrating. Frustrating. I would uh, disagree with you. Jeez, oh, well, it's the tone of the pod. Yeah, okay, yeah.
2: No, I, you, There's no way that that team wins four championships without Draymond Green. So Steve Kerr can say whatever he wants negative about Draymond Green. He should thank him for having four championship rings. Do they win two?
0: Do they win two without him? Do they win the KD ones without him?
2: They, they probably don't win any of them
0: without him. Oh. Wasn't, wasn't he the one who recruited Kevin Durant? Oh. What the, what is that recruiting? I, the, okay, yes, he was. He was a big part of that. But that is. I'm, do you think if Draymond's not on those KD teams, they don't win? Correct. Well, this this could be it. This could be the end of this. I don't. Um, I don't even know what to. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Number one again. All right. <laughs> no, I, I better call Dano. Can we? Can we? Can we rise down from the dead? Uh, all right. Okay. Well, listen. Let's you know. Let's move on to AOB. Um, kids, you got anything in an AOB?
1: I do. I do. I know you guys saw this. The end on this weekend, cause I was, where was I? I was in the airports and on the plane and I was watching a lot of college football. The end of the Iowa, Minnesota college football game oh. was absolutely outrageous. I don't know if you what? saw the highlights or watched in the game. Like the Iowa's down by three, they get a punt with two minutes to go. The guy punts it the 50 and the guy catches it near the sideline and breaks it and scores the refs review it now the refs say they're reviewing it to see if he stepped out of bounds yeah but when they're doing the review they realize hey maybe he called a fair catch and they overturned the call with a fair catch nobody on the field was even arguing about what was that that was a fair catch the other team was saying hey he waves out he was not even the coach said that the other coach even said that they didn't even see the fair catch even that there was one so it was absolutely ridiculous that the refs Completely changed the end uh, end of this game, and the place went bananas. The fans were bananas. They were throwing stuff on the field, and it, it was it was shocking. You have to watch it. You haven't seen it, and you'll be just dumbfounded. That,
0: this sounds it. more like it, what drives you crazy than it doesn't, AOB. But I did see it. Uh, the only place it would have been better to, to be around would have been instead of being in the stadium to be in Vegas. That would have been incredible to be in Vegas. And that the sports book it was awesome. Aaron, did you see it? I did not. Oh, so well, just quickly, what? Just quickly, was this guy like? Terrible punt. He's like waving off his guys like to get away from the punt. So he's like go got his, his arm going guys. like he's not doing anything. And then he decides to pick it up and go and he scored a touchdown. And then they you came back. This. I don't know what he was doing to it. Like they they said it was it, it's it was it was horrible. It was it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Uh, all right, Aaron, uh, A.O.B. before we get out of here. We'll just touch on that Pat Bev comment that he says the Raptors
2: don't have any dogs. And if he was in a dark alley, he wouldn't be afraid of OG and Obi, or Pascal (laughs) Siakam. Listen, I don't know if the Raptors really have a crazy tough guy the way that maybe they've had in the past. But like NBA games aren't played in dark alleys. Who cares? The Raptors have a lot of players who are a lot better than Pat Bev and Dennis Schroeder was asked about this today and said he was teammates with Pat Bev and that's who Pat Bev is. He's one of those guys that you love to have on your team and hate to play against. And Pat Bev will talk his talk, but the Raptors have guys who will walk a lot better than Pat Bev. So it's a good thing. NBA games aren't played in dark alleys because that's just irrelevant to how the season will go.
1: So I'm sure I get know who gets shibbed in the dark alley. Pat Beverly. So
0: listen, I mean, it's Pat Beverly. He's a jackass. It's the only way for him to remain remain relevant is to be having. Like, he's he's no longer an NBA player, really. Um, However, I he's not wrong, and I don't need like from the. I think in the sense of like, do we have that guy that gets in someone's face, whether it be on his own team, the other team? uh, You know, if we're if we're gonna. uh, preach uh, the Draymond on love i mean that's that's kind of that's kind of what he's talking about um and i don't think we do have that guy now do i think you always need that guy to be successful no i definitely don't but i i think if you were to interpret that comment literally uh or i guess figuratively not literally figuratively uh i don't think we do i mean is it a but is it the missing piece to this team i don't think i don't think it's i think it's somewhat irrelevant to this team it's not it's not the missing to like to the, to the next chapter so uh but yeah what a what a jackass total jackass um all right last one for me and i can't aaron thank you i had a great time uh following up this story kids did you hear about it while you were away that the nick burner uh the nick uh, nurse burner account did you hear that
1: it, but i never i never caught up on it
0: so great so like if it's true which it appears to be true nick nurse had a burner i, I
2: think it's at this point i think it's not true oh
0: well, you're changing if, your opinion if,
2: It was reactivated, and now I'm seeing that it's only been around since the start of this month. It might just be somebody who's like trying to do something funny, and it kind of was funny, but I'm now skeptical it's true. And while there were comments that would suggest, sounds like something Nick Nurse would say, there were other things that were like, sorry, bud. And just things that didn't sound like Nick Nurse. So maybe we can ask him about it when he comes on wow. Saturday, I think it is. For but sure. for now, I'm leaning probably not Nick Nurse.
1: Phil in. what do you say? What, what's, what's what's the gist uh, of this?
0: Well, they didn't give any screenshots, right? The guy who was supposedly uncovered it wouldn't give the screenshots. Um, did you see them, Aaron? Did you see the actual screenshots? Yeah, they're back because the account is back. Oh, so they are. Oh, oh, I haven't done that. I haven't done that deep dive yet. I got to get on that. Um, But I think it was more like, it was just sort of this, whoever this person is, if it was nurse, it was out here, like just defending himself against certain things, saying things against about certain players around like, Hey, the only player, the only future we have is with Scotty Barnes. I didn't have this. I didn't have like really sort of like. Uh, here's basically, it's not my fault type stuff. And, and, and called out a few, uh, I was sorry, there were innuendos around like which players he was referring to and stuff. Like it, it was so interesting. I was like, Oh, uh, but what I say here? I'm like, I would have been disappointed. I hope it is fake because I've always liked Nick nurse and I just, I never would have guessed that he was the guy that would have given a shit, um, about that sort of stuff, what people are saying about him, that he'd be, or that he'd be reading his Twitter accounts to see what the comments are. Like I just never, ever came across to me as that guy. Of course, Aaron did point out to me that he has his initials on his hat so that maybe he does have a little bit more of uh, an ego, which yeah, I know I, I did laugh at that. I was, I was, I was like, Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, you're right. Maybe he's a bit of a dick. Um <laughs> So anyways, well, listen, Aaron. I hope you get, I hope you uncover this on Saturday at the, uh, at the pregame uh, media session. Ask on behalf of the pod, would you? So you don't want to know. Just say the pod wants to know. <laughs> the people want to know. Yeah, the people want to know. <laughs> the people. Okay. All right. Uh, oh God, we're way, we're way past our. our this is know. it. This is the big. This is the big preseason pod. This is it. Let's get out. You got to have some some meat to this one. So listen, Wednesday night, kids, you're going. Aaron, you'll be there. Uh, I won't. God, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna be at a dinner. I mean, like, I'm not even gonna be in front of a TV watching this thing live. I'll have to catch it after. So, um, I know I'm sad. I mean, I'm very sad about That's that. Bad well, it, listen, it was out of my control. There's somebody that I can just tell you without, without giving all the details, it was out of my control, out of my control. Uh, no, listen, I, I'm not family-related. Not family-related, so out of my control. Uh, all right, listen, with that, gents, we will see you for a quick 20-minute recap on Thursday. Can we... Sounds good. And we're all on board, way over 36 and a half. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, come
1: back, come back, Why? <laughs> take it away. Kawhi up top looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win! Got it! Kawhi Leonard! With the game winner! Oh. <laughs>